0: Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Banderwell, Thanks so much for joining me once again on this chapter day journey. We are in Mark, the 12th chapter, and it was verse 37b, the back end of verse 37 that resonated with me this morning. It says, "The large crowd listened to Jesus with delight." Today's podcast is entitled "The Crowd." I remember the first time I heard the delight of the crowd. I was 12. It was what would be considered middle school today, but then it was junior high. I was running for student government. I wrote a speech. I delivered it to the entire school assembled in the gymnasium. I was so nervous. But it delighted the crowd. And I confess, the crowd's delight delighted me. It was a really innocent moment as I look back on it and realize just how young I was. Oh my gosh. Who can look back on their coming-of-age years without both laughing and cringing? You know what I'm talking about? And of course, those same coming-of-age years is when I learned all the hard lessons of being in and or out of different social groups or the crowd, as it might be called. It did not take long for me to learn just how thin the line is between delighting the crowd and displeasing them. Now, the events of today's chapter took place on Tuesday of the final week of Jesus' earthly journey and exile. It is the week of Passover, so it's that's the biggest of the annual Jewish festivals, and Jerusalem is swelling with crowds who have come to worship at the temple. Mark established back in chapter 3 that the chief priests and religious power brokers began looking for an opportunity to kill Jesus. In chapter 8, Mark mentions it again. We're now on chapter 12. And as I read the chapter in the quiet, I found myself meditating on the role that the crowd plays in this escalating conflict between Jesus and the institutional religious leaders. 48 hours before the events in today's chapter, the crowd was cheering for Jesus as he entered the city on the back of a borrowed donkey. For two days, Jesus' enemies have been publicly challenging him with questions intended to trip him up. Instead, he turns the tables on them time and time again, and the crowd is delighted. Mark makes note that the institutional authorities are afraid of arresting Jesus because of the crowd, You see, the crowd is powerful on multiple levels. The crowd's delight is as potent and addictive as crack. Look at all the likes I'm getting. Look at the pages. Oh my gosh, I'm positively viral. I'm trending. The crowd can make or break you. The crowd is a fickle lover. Now, it's easy for me to overlook it, but the crowd has been a constant player in Jesus' story. Jesus has been with the crowd for three years. The crowd followed him everywhere. The crowd pressed in on him until he had to get into a boat and teach from out on the water. The crowd cheered when multiple times he sprung for an all-you-can-eat fish sandwich buffet. And the crowd quickly abandoned him when he switched the menu and said that the real meal was his very own flesh and blood. John noted, quote, Many people noticed the signs Jesus was displaying, and seeing they pointed straight to God, they entrusted their lives to him. But Jesus didn't entrust his life to them. He knew them inside out. He knew how untrustworthy they were. He didn't need any help in seeing right through them. End quote. That's John 2, 24 and 25 in the message. You see, the crowd can be manipulated. The crowd can be bought. In about 48 hours from the events in today's chapter, Jesus' enemies will arrest him at night out of sight of the crowd. They will quickly judge him, try him, and condemn him at daybreak while the crowd is still sleeping. A few hours later, the crowd will be screaming at the Roman governor to nail Jesus to a cross. In the quiet this morning, I can't help but think about my own thoughts and feelings and experiences with the crowd on this earthly journey. See, along my life journey, I have regularly been in various public spotlights, even if it's on a, let's face it, really relatively small scale. And yet, I've had to navigate my own desires, emotions, reactions, responses, and experiences with the crowd. I felt the crowd's delight, and I've known the crowd's displeasure. And as a follower of Jesus, I have learned that I can't, Be a follower of the crowd. You see, the paths of following Jesus and the path of following the crowd are divergent. It's too easy showing up for the all-you-can-eat buffet of the nice sayings of Jesus that delight the crowd as they cut them out of context with a cultural exacto knife. Being a follower of Jesus means that while the crowd enjoys their fish sandwiches, Jesus beckons me to take up my cross and follow him to an upper room where the menu is his flesh broken for me and his blood shed for me. And it is there in that upper room that I can see the crowd in Jesus' context. Hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.